Boom. Okay. We're reading oh, man. from Black People's Prisoner Survival Guide by Abdullah Ibrahim. It says 2003. And I printed it out on my printer in true prison style. Um, and this is my copy. <laughs> Got a little PDF. Uh, and I thought this was important. I came upon it on a podcast because if things keep going the way they are, I believe a lot of people, particularly a lot of black people are going to end up in some kind of institution that is prison or prison like. Okay. So in this episode, we're dealing with mental health. Prison will destroy you mentally if you allow it to. Being in prison can be one of the most degrading experiences in life. It seems that degradation is the main purpose of prison. Dress codes, serial numbers, buzzers, and bells, strip searches, inadequate privacy, and lists of rules too long to remember are used as means to humiliate, tear you down, and annihilate you psychologically. Having a strong mind helps one to survive the rigors of prison. This calls for having a positive mental outlook in spite of circumstances. Prison is a negative place. Probably some of the most negative thinking on the planet takes place inside of prisons. Um, I don't know. I got gas. Back to the reading. There are many broken people in prison who suffer from defeatism. They have failed in life because they never really try. When they see others attempting to make positive strides, they often criticize but never encourage. That just sounds like black life to me. Never count yourself among the losers. By keeping a positive outlook, you will have the advantage of any situation. It can be difficult, but at some point, all things face opposition. As prison can be one of the worst possible situations there will be any obstruction to your progress in developing and keeping a positive mental outlook you will remove your first and greatest obstacle yourself having a strong belief in yourself is vitally important you must believe in yourself that you can change your condition that you can be better a better human being Believe that you can get out of prison and be a good father or mother or husband or wife and be a productive part of your community. You must believe in yourself. Hardly anyone else will, and that's so true. Now, the problem, well, there's so many problems with prison, but the problem with the black community in prison is why is this the only space where you can do that? Because you should be able to be able to say, how could I be a better father, mother? And, but in prison, you're away from the rest of the population and you get to do that. You have to deal with other horrors. But why do you have to be separated from the community to do that? And can the community build some kind of space in it where you can do this before you get to get to prison? That's that's what the Connorson Center is for. That's what 
any organization worth anything is trying to do. Back to the reading. How you see yourself determines how you see the world and others. Having a strong and clear mental image plays an important part in self-development. How do you see yourself? What is your self-concept? If your conception of yourself isn't strong, do you at least have some notion of the kind of individual you wish to become? Consider these things. Thoughts are powerful. They create and give new life and can cause death. Never allow fear, anxiety, anger, and doubt to run riot in your life and exert rulership over you. Negative thinking will defeat you. Be filled with confidence and optimism that problems will resolve will be resolved to your benefit. Have thoughts of patience and fortitude. Clear thinking is the best thinking there is. Worry is the most senseless use of mental energy. I have seen others worry themselves until they become so overwhelmed that they give up all hope. We should not worry over things we have no control over. A pending appeal, a lover, unruly children at home are things we shouldn't worry about. We have to realize that that what it is to be will be. You don't want to end up dependent on some drug like Thorazine for your peace, for your peace of mind or having some medical problem due to worry. Save yourself a lot of grief. Place focus on the improvement of your mind. Again, something we should all be doing. Knowledge is power. There is a vast difference between a learned person and a fool. The more one comes to know, the more sensible the person will act. Education is the key. Prison will bestow the precious gift of free time to allow you to obtain knowledge and useful skills. Sublimate your energies toward gaining education and skills that can be used once you are released from prison. And that's what he's talking about is the problem. Because the rest of the world is going to stay. See, black people need prison. It's good for them too. We'll throw, lock them up and throw away the key and use them for slave labor because look, they, they get something out of it. So we must create spaces outside of prison for, for, for people to grow and push themselves. Are we just going to be, they're going to be coming and grabbing bunches of us and lock us up in cages until the end of time. Um, also, I'm not so sure knowledge is would make you behave better. I used to think if you know better, you did better. But I know people who know better and still just do what they feel like doing. So I think you need something else. You need some kind of culture. You need culture. And you need some kind of codes of conduct, which would be your culture, something that holds you. So that you can use your knowledge properly. That's why I named it the Connison Center for Art and Culture. The art is film scripts, song lyrics, but then the culture is the classes that I get. Let's go back to the reading. Reading is fundamental. It was once a crime to teach a black person how to read. The slaveholders knew that an education, that an education black an educated black, I'm sorry, would it make a good slave? This law still exists in its unwritten form. 
when you look at the low reading levels of black children and the general condition of mental slavery we find ourselves in today, it becomes obvious. Valuable knowledge is contained in books. There are books written on every subject. When you desire to know about something, find it in a book. Books can open whole new worlds. Reading can be a waste of time if you don't know what to read. Books are the plate are the plates on which mental food is served. Will you eat a nutritious, well-balanced meal or will it be McDonald's? Will you read a technical book or a comic book? Will you read The Destruction of Black Civilization by Chancellor Williams or Iceberg Slim? Like looking at a menu, the choice is your, is ours as to what we feed ourselves mentally by what we read. I'm not so sure a comic book is not is so bad because they're picking such sophisticated books, but you might not understand the sophistication if you haven't read the other stuff. So, I mean, I agree with him. I've read some of the stuff he's talking about. Education without culture will only make an educated slave. There you go. There you go. That's what I was talking about. See, I'm reading this book along with you. So I jumped ahead. Find the truth of history contained in books. Historical reading is the most rewarding and has profound effect upon the psyche. I recall that when I learned from reading that medicine, mathematics, building, and the arts and sciences had their origins in Africa, Egypt, it increased my thirst for knowledge after reading it. I was able to relate it to myself. When I finally entered college, I wasn't fooled when the white professor claimed those advantages for the Greeks. And then you could even go down to the... Um, I'm trying to think. It was Kemet in Egypt, but then there were, were they calling them the Dogon? But there was an other, um, when you went down into Africa, there were other um, very intelligent people um, who understood, I think even like the ones and zero concept from computers and all of that. Do a great deal of reading to cultivate your mind. Developing a reading program will help. If you're not a good reader, then keep reading and you will surely improve. Start with children's books. There's no shame in it. Go to the public library. Just be careful that people don't think you're a creeper. Just go to the library and say, look, there's no shame in it. Uh, my reading level is low. I'm going to the kids say, you really don't have to tell them what you're doing. Just go to the kids' sections, get your book, whatever level you at. Go to the library and say, hey, listen, my child, I need second grade, third grade. What do you recommend? And they'll make the recommendations, and you do that. Then you come back, and you do fourth grade, you do fifth grade, and you keep going, you keep going. Um, What was I? Okay, do a great deal of reading to cultivate your mind. Developing a reading program will help. If you're not a good reader, then keep reading. And you will surely improve. Never be intimidated by the number of pages in a book. Start with short books and work your way up. A steady diet of two books a week can't help but improve you. I read slower than that because I read to be scholarly. And sometimes I'm reading, can I make a course out of this book? What can I do? And so I'm thinking, man, if I take this section, this quotation, and really make a course, a class out of this, I can do this. 
and then I make five classes at least and I usually do um, courses sometimes I do more than five um, that's been this section black people's prison survival guide I think the video is going to be behind my paywall but the audio podcast is free so if you're listening um, you are welcome for the readings I hope you enjoyed it I hope you like it support me by hitting the links um, make a direct contribution or um, just keep listening and pass it around I guess and until next time Friday take care of yourselves and be safe